Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me again remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the reuse and distribution of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. This is episode 68, which I called some community oh, nuts it's got a name these nuts or something like that yeah Qu- quantitative <laughs> or qualitative immunity these nuts or something like that that's yeah. qualitative quanti- quantified yeah. immunity these nuts is what it's called quantified <laughs> immunity these nuts yeah yeah all right and only that's Thank only you, that's only because the title that i really wanted was too long <laughs> so, i had to shorten it and that's what i shortened it to so, but we are down one musketeer tonight. Um, our yeah. local conspiracy theorists in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's at least watching. That. He's up. He's up there in area. Yeah. He's up there in area sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of sixty-nine, this is our sixty-eighth episode. And our 69th episode is going to be, we've already decided, all the weirdest sex laws that we can find in the United States. Things the government has no fucking business legislating. But they legislated at some point and the law is still on the books. So send us your the best weird sex laws from your your um State yeah, we haven't received the, any of them. I'll make a None. post on the, on the Facebook page. Yeah, I, I, even, yeah. I even was in uh, the local vape shop the other day and mentioned that I needed some and got a promise out of Ethan there that he was going to send me some, and he still hasn't sent me any, so I'm a little, right. I'm a little hurt. I'm a little hurt. So I take I'm going to make like a meme because we know y'all have fucking short attention spans. We do too. So I'm going to make a meme. Um, asking for weird sex laws, and I'm going to post it on the Anarchy Among Friends Facebook page. So check the page if you have weird sex laws you want us to talk about on the next episode, which, by the way, Jason and I decided, sorry, Andrew, you weren't here, we're going to do it on the 4th. Um, Episode 69 will be on the 4th, because I'm leaving like four days later for Oregon for the next two weekends. So... Yeah, I won't be available while I'm in Oregon. Yeah, we're just, just going to do it next weekend. Yeah, next hours. weekend, next Sunday. So, Well, it's a special episode anyway, so we don't necessarily need to have the normal two gap or anything. So, Right, right. It's a very special episode. Very it's probably special the one episode. we've all been waiting for the whole uh. time we've been doing this fucking show for the last <laughs> two years. If one, of, if, one of us if one of us doesn't show up for the episode in BDS, BDSM gear, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> See if, if Lindsay's feeling better, she didn't feel good enough to be on tonight. But if she's feeling better, she's gonna have to make sure she's wearing the collar and stuff. I'll I'll make sure, bring her up. She'll do the <laughs> entire thing. Like she won't actually be able to hit any buttons or anything. She'll be indisposed. Nice, nice. <laughs> if you're happy, she can just like she can just like yell around the ball gag if she wants her picture to come up. Like she's actually <laughs> saying something. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> that was so much funny. 
give give her the gag. Tell her to start practicing taxation and stuff. <laughs> Just remember, kids, the best safe word to use is avocado because you can say it around a ball gag. Yeah. <clears throat> That's right. I, you put your hand up to your mouth. I swear to God, I thought you were going to do it. I thought you were going to try it at least. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Like, we've, like, like, Andrew, oh, Andrew, like, Andrew, like, we've told people that, and, and like, they've admitted to putting their hand in their, their fist in their mouth yeah. and trying it. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, it works. <laughs> Let's all try it. We'll go one at a time. Avocado. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. It works. Jason, your turn. Why would I have a ball game? You guys aren't going to fucking yeah. do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> we totally agreed. Like, yeah, well, I'll do it. You go first. No, we're not doing it. Nope. <laughs> I had a feeling you would, Matt. <laughs> just wanted to try it on air anyways. Andrew and I are on the other side of that coin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the one wearing the ball gag. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uh, oh, so... Yeah, this is kind of an awkward segue, but uh, former CHP leader and wife spared jail after helping their rapist son flee to Mexico. <laughs> a of former course, California because the the rules don't apply to the elites. Oh yeah, We're not that yeah. Club. A former California Highway Patrol assistant in chief and his estranged wife were sentenced to six months probation for their role in helping their son escape to Mexico during his rape trial in 2012. They helped a felony fugitive escape the country, and they only got probation. Six months probation. Yeah. yeah. Not even like like heavy probation. Six months. Yeah. yeah, retired Fresno County Judge uh, John Gallagher issued this statement uh, since Friday, ending more than five years of legal drama for the for the Kyle Schraber and his wife Gail and their daughter Crystal Reynoso. All were implicated in helping Spencer Scarby free to Acapulco. Scarby was eventually captured, convicted, and sentenced to 35 years to life. For the rape of a 35-year-old housekeeper at his neighbor's home. Jesus Christ. Yeah, hard core felon that they helped yeah. escape. Yeah. Scar Scarbers agreed in June 2018 to plead no contest to a felony charge of conspiracy to commit a crime. As part of the agreement, judge ordered Kyle and Gail to each perform 500 hours community service and pay a total of $10,000 in restitution to the state of California for its criminal investigation. Reynoso pleaded not or no contest to a misdemeanor conspiracy charge. This that's the sister. She was ordered to perform 250 hours of community service. Huh. Yeah. What a fucking well, family of okay. shitbags. Once once they completed their community service and paid the restitution, Kyle and Gail's felony convictions will be reduced to a misdemeanor, and Reynoso's conviction, that's the sister again, will be dismissed. They won't even have real records at the end of this. Nope. Jesus Christ. They, they helped a guy who brutally enough raped a woman that he got 35 Five, to life. 35 years. They helped him Jesus. escape justice, and all they got was, we're well, going to have to pay us back for investigating and do some community service, and here's a slap on the wrist to six months of probation. I mean, you get worse yeah. than that in the state of Georgia for driving your car without insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, detective, yeah. Detectives allege that Gail and Crystal drove Spencer across the border 
where he dyed his hair, grew a goatee, used fake identification, and disguised himself in hopes he would not be found. Jesus. Yeah. I. That is yeah. just, you know, and people wonder why I post so much, uh, so many pictures of the Punisher, like, because it's about fucking time. Yeah. What I mean, kills me is when cops have the Punisher on their gear. <laughs> It's just—it's so fucking oh. wrong for cops to have the Punisher on any uh, of their shit. Uh, creator, the the creator of the character, the Punisher, like he called cops out for that before. Oh, um, it's um the cops yeah. actually get in trouble for it in the newest Punisher issue. Mm -hmm. He actually Good. threatens to kill them if they keep using the Punisher logo. Nice. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. That that the whole point of the Punisher was because the police had failed justice. The right. justice the system, system had failed. failed. Yep. So, yep, it was irretrievably broken, and so he was going to take matters into his own hands and right. just start killing people who he found to be guilty. And in the latest comic, he actually calls them out and he does this big long speech about how, you know, I represent the failure of the justice system. If you're using my symbol, you're declaring yourselves the failures of the justice system and that you have a right to be judge, jury, and executioner. Mm hmm. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. So this guy is a member of the gang. The 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 gang. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The gang. Was it He's George Carlin's? It's a great big club, and you ain't in it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and exactly. he was a, a a CHP assistant chief. So I'm mean, like, he was high up in the organization. Right. You, Motherfucker called in a lot of favors on this one. Because CHP is statewide. California Highway Patrol, yes it is. Yeah, so it's not just like one precinct. Like, this guy was a muckety-muck on the state level. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, I'm sure he, he, prob he probably spent some time in Sacramento. And the... I'm sure. Up there with the politicians. So. Yep. Yep, so he's one of the gang. He's a member of the gang. Therefore, the rules don't fucking apply to him. Yeah. I mean, yep. we see this story in so, so many different, like, the details change, but the plot stays the same. Always and forever, they are above the fucking law, just like politicians. Well, yeah, if you've seen, so, uh, um, uh, was it Training Day at the end there with Denzel Washington, where he's like, I'm the police, y'all just live here. Yep. That is actually their attitude. I I fucking rule. You're just nothing but a surf. Don't argue with right. me, peasant. And that's their yep. attitude. Exactly. Okay, a, a quote from the lawyer. He says, it's over. It's been a long and painful ordeal for the family, and now they can try and put this behind them with only misdemeanor convictions. What? Put this behind them? How about the woman who got raped? Yeah, it's been trying for them. Fuck you. Yeah, I don't care. It was just God. really hard, you know, because he, like, raped that woman, and she was just a housekeeper, and he was going to have to go to prison. You should have raised better kids. I mean, for fuck's sake, you should have raised better kids. This is, I mean, <laughs> obviously this kid was raised on a an environment of, you know, they should have fucking put him down like old Yeller. 
of like privilege above the law and authoritarianism and well and taking don't whatever he fucking wants. God, the kid even looks like a fucking douchebag. Yeah, he does. Look at that. That's just he looks like, like Dylan Roof. Oh, he looks like Dylan Roof. Doesn't he? Well, keep in mind, this guy is the the dad is a high level CHP officer, which means that he's part of that statistic. Remember, forty percent of cops beat their right, wives. Beat their wives. So, and that's that same authority thing. No, I'm above the law. I'm better than you. I can do anything I want. I guarantee you, the son absorbed that from dad. Yeah. Dad probably smacks the shit out of the wife, which is the reason why she cooperated. Yeah. yeah, she she failed or she filed for divorce back in uh, May. Yep. Yeah. There you go. What a surprise. Yeah. Like an authority. This kind of like. Yeah, this intergenerational, like spread of this fucking disease of authoritarianism. I mean, it has to come to an end at some point, you know. But I, that it causes people like this, assholes like this kid. <clears throat> yep. And nothing's happening to them of any appreciable anything. He's probably, is he even like off of the force at this point? Or is he just oh, he's, he's, re he's retired. Yeah. Oh, he got to retire. Yeah, he's retired. No, no, he was already retired. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was already retired. He just had that legacy plug into the fucking, you know, the violent right. gang. So. Same thing as the mafia with the old men. After they retire, they still get to call shots and things and they get special favors and everything else because right. they were a loyal member of the mob while they were in. Yep. Sorry. I'm just fixing something in my car real quick. All right. But the, the thing that really gets me is is if this was someone like if this was you and I and and we were helping our son escape from a fucking parking ticket Ooh. like we right. would be in jail yep oh yeah we'd be in deep shit yep. but yeah, eating and abetting a fugitive is supposed to be a felony always yeah unless yeah, not well, that we Technically, Not technically, it, it, it was, it was a, a, laws, a felony. But, yeah. Not but, that we believe in any yeah. of these fucking laws. Um, I mean, we're just saying, <laughs> you know, it's unevenly applied. So. Let's see. Yeah. Um, Spencer, that's the, the, the kid that did the rape. Um, he was 20. He was 20 years old when he was arrested. Um arrested for the again for the rape of a 35 year old <sighs> yeah um when yeah. 30s well, was in our... Mexico, he was already in jail there for allegedly using false identification how do you get arrested in Mexico <laughs> in Acapulco how do you get arrested in Acapulco don't have enough money to bribe your way out of it yeah, I'm gonna have to ask Jason Hens and Shane about that one. Yeah, don't know. I think Andrew's pretty much <laughs> got it on the head. You know, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, not I mean, only like, Mexican policing is like even worse policing for profit than here in the states. 
you know, like it's just it's straight fucking gang activity and extortion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all I can think of is that one stand-up comedian talking about getting busted with like just enormous amounts of ketamine in Mexico, <laughs> and <laughs> he winds up bribing <laughs> the cop and. Cause the cops like have him in the vehicle and he's like, wait a minute, why aren't they taking us to jail yet? And then it dawns on him. And so he pays him like 200 They're waiting bucks. for their bribe. Yeah. And so he pays him like 200 bucks, which is like way overpaying them. Like his buddy, when he found out was like pissed that he gave him that much. He's <laughs> like, dude, you could have gotten away with 50. What? But then because he gave him so much money as he's leaving, they roll up again and he's like, Oh God, here's where they kill us. And they go, Hey, you forgot your drugs and toss them back. <laughs> <to> them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's like that's like when uh, uh, Shane and Jason Shane did a video of them driving down to Acapulco or driving down to Mexico City then Acapulco or whatever it was, but they um like they come upon a a, a a checkpoint a police checkpoint and the police are like trying to extort them trying to trying to force them to give money oh you can't you can't drive a, a car with Arizona or uh, Illinois license plates in Mexico and Jason's like fuck you and just drives away. They didn't get chased or nothing because, I mean, that's that's what it was. It was extortion. Yeah, it's not uh, worth it. Nope, we're not gonna make any money off of that guy. Whatever. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Fuck him. So, all right. But um, if they think that if they think they can make money off of you and you're just holding out, that's when you go to Mexican jail. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or unless you're, um, if you do enough that like it's like a public outrage, a public outcry. That's that's when they will start paying attention to you. Yeah. So, hmm. How about we go to that one? Ooh, this this one's make Andrew mad because a hundred and comments yet. By the way, sorry. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Slinky said he was going to watch and comment. Anyway, he, he also said he also he also said he was going to be nice. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told him. I told him if he was, he told him if he was nice. To that. I told him if he was nice in the comments, I was going to call him out. Well, not only that, but like I was really mad I was on a band, so I couldn't respond because I wanted to be like, wait, you're going to be nice and watching us? Oh, God, I need an adult. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how, 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 how commie of you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, speaking Probably of commie. A 106-year-old woman might lose her house because she's behind on property taxes. Yeah, it <sighs> okay. makes me so angry. It's it Holy gets shit, so, this makes me it angry. Gets so much worse. Right, 106 year old woman is facing a tax sale on her home because she's behind on her property tax payment. Rose Est Est Estwinick E S T W A N I C K Estwinick Estwinick has lived in the Cranford Colonial since she since it was built in 1943. Uh, there is a GoFundMe, and the GoFundMe has raised enough money, but that's secondary to the point. Still. Yeah, it shouldn't uh, be. Started, right. I started a GoFundMe earlier this month that raised $12,000. This is a, a few days old. It's it's well over that. To pay down the $12,376 property tax balance from 2018-2019, they need to raise a minimum of 8400 to avoid being part of the tax sale in September. They raised, they raised better than better than twice that. But, uh, Roseanne, this, the, the daughter, yes. has been providing around-the-clock care for her mother since losing her job in 2011. Uh, Rose has dementia, 
is a 30-year-old breast a 30-year breast cancer survivor has AFib that is irregular heartbeat and severe arthritis in both knees. Quote, she's human with a heartbeat. Yeah, she's still, 106. 106 years old, yeah. So, quote, she's still human with a heartbeat that beats universal notes all of us can understand. Roseanne wrote in the GoFundMe, quote, if we open up our heart or open up our mind and hearts, spend some time with older individuals and understand life is meaningful even at the very end. Uh, yeah, the taxes now, on the Roger Avenue home are 9000 Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Keep reading. Okay. Sorry. The taxes on the Roger Avenue home are $9,038 per year, according to Zillow. The average property tax bill for Cranford is 11734 and the average property tax bill for New Jersey is 8767 So $9,000 a year on a house that you own. Jesus. You don't, I mean, you can't own your own property in the U.S. You just yeah. can't. You're yeah, you never do. It. The best you get is renting. Yeah. So 9038 yeah. divided by 12 is $695 a month. So she's essentially paying rent. $695 a month to live in her own home. Yeah, that's, I, that's about what we pay for our, our two-bedroom duplex for rent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quote, it's a very unfortunate situation, said Jamie Cran, a Cranford's business administrator. Quote, nobody looks at the person when we're doing these things. If we were to dig into the file, it would be said that we were playing favorites. The uh, no, it would be playing... said that you're being human, you fucking psycho. <laughs> That's better than that's nicer than I would have called her. Uh, yeah. The tax bill, Crayon said, uh, means that someone could purchase the debt the uh, Eastwick owes the town, and that person would have to go after Eastwick to collect it. Uh, in two years, uh, if after two years the debt is not collected from the homeowner, the debt holder could purchase the foreclosure. Mm. <sighs> now, if I had the money, that's the kind of thing I would go around just doing for elderly people in situations like this and just never trying to collect it from them and buying the foreclosure but never fucking evicting them and just letting them live their lives in peace. If I had the money, you know? I'd pay for the ammo for people to go stand outside that home and defend it from that the fucking true. city. That too. Yeah. 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 But so here's the thing. I've got a little bit of experience dealing with dementia. Um, my grandmother had Alzheimer's and it's very similar. Obviously they're very similar, um, diseases and, or the same, depending on how people are using it, I guess. But she's lived in this house since 1943. Yes. Right. That's yes. like well before the onset, like since she was in her, what, forties, late thirties, early forties. Thirties. Yeah. So, She's been living in that house since before, like dementia or Alzheimer's kind of like eats away at your memories from where you're at backwards. So people remember things from their youth and their young adulthood and raising a family and things like that, that they don't. And then like after that, they don't remember anything. Um, so she's been in that house since she was a young woman raising a family, right? Uh -huh. She remembers that house. If she remembers nothing else that's happened in the last 30, 40 years, she remembers that fucking house. How sick is it to try to fucking 
remove her from her house, sell it out from under her over a fucking tax debt. Wow. I'm on, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the GoFundMe page. It's uh, over nineteen thousand dollars now with five hundred donations. There's several nice. there's several one hundred dollar donations and a, there's a, a five hundred dollar donation. Um, nice. A lot of people are just tens and twenties, ten and twenty dollars, twenty five, twenty five. There's a three hundred dollar one from an anonymous donor. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean they 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 have the money. Thank goodness, but. Right. Fact but that's that not the they point. They need it in the first place. <coughs> right. But it's without just government, who would save little old ladies' homes? Yeah. You know? Without government, all the little old ladies might actually keep their houses. Yeah. And what a world that would be. For real. Like, that is the biggest threat to a, a, um, an elderly person's home is tax debt and tax liens and tax liabilities. The, you know, yeah, I would I mean, wager the majority of people who actually lose their houses to tax debts are probably elderly. They're probably over the age of 60. Yeah, and at least. Yeah. So you're just robbing all of these old people so that some little fucking vulture can swoop in and snatch their house from them. Yeah, for pennies on the fucking dollar for what it's worth. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's not just it's not just one old person. It's it's the 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 lady and her daughter, right? right. I mean, she, she's one hundred and six. The daughter's no spring chicken. She's sixty seven years old. Right. You're kicking two people out on the street. Yep. yep. Over the entitlement of property tax. Yeah. Like, how much is this lady driving? Like, really, how many roads is her tax pay taxes paying? Yeah, to oh. church and back on Sundays. Yeah. Um, uh, Roseanne not turned Friday. She reached out to Assemblyman John M. Bramick's office for help after receiving the notice about the tax sale. Uh, quote, I went over there to make sure this was real. Bramick said, "This, th uh, there's this 106-year-old woman sitting there, and when I waved to her, she smiled and waved back. That's how I knew it was real. Bramick said he immediately reached out to Governor Murphy and others in the state to see what programs and other assistance was available. Uh, quote, I was overwhelmed, Bramick said, of meeting the mother and daughter. Uh, these are two people who spend 24 hours a day in this house. Huh. So, yeah. Yeah, they don't go anywhere. They don't really see it. They're living on Social Security, maybe a pension. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. They have no money. They have they have nothing and you're just going to kick them out onto the street. You're going to kick you're going to kick those two people, those two sweet-looking old ladies out of the house because of taxes? Right. Because of the belief that they owe you money for living on their property? Yeah, and how is it not that like people who are collecting retirement age social security how is it not built into Social Security that they're exempt from property taxes? You know what I mean? Hmm? How is that like not if, part of that law? It doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, states states have laws like Arizona. We we covered it. We covered it last week about the the disabled vet that was going to lose his home. Um, uh, we covered that. That Arizona has programs that stop taxes, property taxes on disabled vets. Like, how come yeah. we don't have this sort of thing for, you know, elderly people? This is a 106-year-old right. woman with dementia. 
Well, and I guarantee you that the argument's going to be now if you ever tried to pass anything like that. Well, but millennials aren't buying homes. Younger people aren't buying homes. So you wouldn't get any property taxes at that point. How is that her responsibility? She's been paying taxes her whole fucking life. How is that her fucking responsibility? Yeah, she's been paying property taxes on that property longer than most of these people collecting the property taxes have actually been alive. Way longer. Yeah. Way longer. Like I'm I'm turning 39 next month and I was born in 1980. She's been in that house. She's been in, she's been in that house 70 <laughs> 76 years. Jesus. The house this this house was built. So the house is 76 years old. She's been in, in it the entire time. So since she was 30 years old. Four, yeah, 30. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, she's literally known no other home. I mean, for like her entire life. I mean, right. maybe a couple of places before that, but for the most part, her entire life. That's an entire human lifetime. That's life expectancy. It that is. She's been in that house. Right. Yeah. And you're just going to snatch it out from under, just grab the rug and pull it out because you want to pretend that you're somehow owed money for her right to live in a property she's occupied right. longer than you've been fucking alive or pretend yeah. like you even one need her eight eighty four hundred dollars yeah almost almost seven hundred dollars a month and pretend that you're gonna fucking spend it efficiently fuck you it's not like you're actually i mean so much of that money is just getting fucking wasted anyways mm-hmm. on stupid fucking spending and like <laughs> never done public works projects that like just sit there abandoned. And I mean, we all know the inefficiencies of government. So just fucking leave her alone for God's sake. It's not like she's going to live all that much longer. Just leave her in fucking peace. Jesus. Yep. Literally being punished more than that last couple we talked about. Yep. Yeah, because that last couple's not about to lose their house. They're not even gonna the once they complete everything, assuming they complete everything that the court ordered for them, that they're gonna be able to fucking own weapons again. They're gonna be not even felons. Nope. Yep. <laughs> like they're gonna have their house, their cars, their livelihood, they're still gonna be collecting, you know, probably a really comfy police pension. Oh and very comfy security pension. and everything else. They're not losing any of that. All they're losing is, oh, we have to do this community service. And since they're retired anyway, what else they got going on? Right. They're probably already fucking doing it. I mean, like most retired people find something to do with their time. Oh, what you, yeah. Spend their volunteer hours at the fucking country club. Yeah. Probably. We're, te- we're teaching tennis. Yeah. Or here's the <sighs> kicker. I mean, like the police, I'm sure, have hookups to like community service projects that involve them. So they can just like have the dude run a fucking like community outreach program for mm-hmm. the police department, you know, for his community. Yeah, service basically hours. just hang around with his fucking buddies. Yeah. Yeah. So. But this 106 year old woman would have lost her home without the voluntary. 106 year old woman and her 67 year old daughter. Right. Without the voluntary kindness of other human beings helping her reach what she needs to keep her house. 
and that really is an important point that it was just people coming together and contributing small amounts of money. All these people believed in something, contributed to it and saved yep. her house. And the same people who argue for property tax will go, well, but how would we, you know, what about the poor people getting educated? You can't have just private schools. Well, if a whole bunch of people can come together and contribute money because they value her having her home and they get nothing right. in return, there's absolutely yeah. no reason that if they value school that much that they can't contribute to it. Right. $19,081 raised by 501 people in 13 days. Yep. Yep. So don't tell me that a good private or privately run like community school that's run on private funds. Don't tell me that couldn't fucking work. Don't tell me that the people of that community and others wouldn't contribute because they believed in those kids getting at least a basic education. Don't fucking tell me people don't value that because obviously they do. That's why they want everybody fucking taxed to pay for it. <clears throat> so, I mean, people contribute money to what they value. If your cause is good, you don't need fucking government. If your cause is shit, yeah. government is where you want to go to get it done. Yeah. Uh, to all the donors, I will continue to thank each and every one of you. Unfortunately, I'm having trouble posting updates, but I will continue until all my don all my donors are thanked personally and know how much I appreciate your donations, kind words, and blessings. I cannot express I cannot express enough times how grateful and humbled I am at your outpouring of generosity. That that's a, that's that was the, that was the latest update five hours ago on the GoFundMe. Right. And that's obviously that's the daughter. That's yeah. Yeah, because a 106-year-old woman with dementia is probably not running her own GoFundMe campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even she's not even making that comment for her daughter to, like, record or write no. down for her. Yeah. yeah. When reached for comment, she said, is Ed Sullivan on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When charged for comment, she said, I remember a time where we would go down to the river every summer. <laughs> There's a, uh, there's, there's a there's a picture of the actual tax bill, and they charge <coughs> fucking interest. Yep. On the tax bill. Jesus. Yep. But if you overpay, they will one if they even refund you, they do so years later without a single dime of interest. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like yeah. okay okay um let's see uh for the period. Uh, for the first period, 2019, uh, the bill was two thousand four hundred thirty-one dollars and sixteen cents. There was Wait. an in there's an interest of one hundred and fifty-three dollars. Jeez. Jeez. That, God. That, that's. <laughs> I, this kind of shit leaves me really speechless because I, I find it hard to articulate how fucking shit tier the people are who do these jobs and fucking can't find a scrap of humanity for people like this like I just I don't even know what to say about people who pursue shit like this through official channels you know what I mean no like what kind of scumbag yeah how do you that? get you up know, it's your fucking job how do you get up and go to work in the morning? Like, yep, today I'm going to take ladies' house. Yeah. How do you fucking sleep at night? Yeah. What and what kind of? I mean, how how are these families of these people okay with this, knowing 
Like if I knew that a member of my family took part in something like that, I would never let them hear the fucking end of it. I wouldn't be able to no. stay in the same room as them for that. Right. So how do you how do you go, oh yeah, so uh cousin Bobby over there totally stole a hundred year old woman's house from her. Yeah. For a tax just bill. doing his job. Just doing his job. Yeah, just doing his job. I don't give a fuck if that's your job. If you go through with some shit like that, you are a shit human being. You are a 10 pound bag of smashed assholes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, what, what, what was I going to do? I'm just one man. You had a fucking choice. Yep. You had a choice. You know, yeah. we, the, me and a couple of people just had this discussion the other day. We were talking about the Nuremberg trials and the, all of that was just doing my job bullshit that happened. And they were like, and when asked, you know, several guards, when they're asked, well, why didn't you just refuse? Well, they would have shot me. Okay, well, even if they shot you, and we know that's not the case because multiple guards did, in fact, actually quit. Um, even if they, they shot you, at least you died with fucking principles, man. You still yeah. made a choice. You still stood up for something and said no and are not complicit in it. You and you are sent a, a message to everybody who saw that, and more people will yeah. start refusing. Yeah, and instead, yeah. you're such a coward that to save your own skin, you were willing to do horrible, unspeakable things, and then shrug your shoulders and go, well, I'm just following orders. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, even if you're some, like, mid-level fucking bureaucrat, and there's, you know, at the fucking State Department of Revenue or whatever... And this crosses your desk, just fucking lose the goddamn paperwork. I mean, pretend that you just can't find it or you just haven't gotten to it or whatever you can. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, it's like literally like, who's going to come look for this? Right. Like, if, 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 like you're that person and, and you're the one that is checking these checking these boxes and you see, oh, this hundred and six year old lady owes twelve thousand dollars in taxes. Huh, should we take her house or should I just lose this piece of paper? Lose the fucking piece of paper. Yeah. Just just let it fall off your desk. Put yeah. it on the bottom of the pile. Because you know, all even, the people before you in the process, they just assume that it went up the chain and got dealt with. And all the people like after you in the process don't fucking know about it yet. Mm -hmm. So just fucking lose the goddamn paper. Well, and chances are, unless it's a, unless it's like a Los Angeles, you know, or some really big city, chances are that it's like one person doing all of the processing of this one yep. fucking person with almost zero oversight, nothing. So yeah, in our County, I guarantee you it is. There's like 25,000 people in our entire County. <laughs> yeah. So there's one person. And if you are the one person doing that, you completely have the personal moral agency to go, no, this isn't right. I'm going to lose it. I'm just going to lose the paper. No one will ever know. Cause I'm the only one who even looks at the numbers yeah. So no one's ever going to know that yeah. I just didn't further it. And we're not saying forge documents and put yourself in that position. Just don't do anything just, with it. Yeah. I just I abstain from acting. I mean, and that I is always your yeah. right. And I guarantee you that 
if you did that, if you just ignored these, if you put them on the bottom of the pile and just left them there, and somebody did complain, next election, all you do is be like, okay, look, I saved this person's house, this person's house. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get outvoted. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I want this person to be stealing all of my neighbor's homes. In fact, I want them to take mine. How dare they not take my house? Like, right. that's not going to happen. That's if you, never... If, if you put these papers aside, you have full-on permission to call yourself Robin Hood. I, I'm okay with yep. that. Yeah, totally. Oh. Yeah. So there, well, yeah, you're especially just... Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Detroit cops arrest police commissioner and a protester at a raucous public meeting. Raucous? So I said. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Detroit Police uh -huh. Commissioner Willie Burton was yanked out of his seat and arrested during a public meeting Thursday because the chairman wanted him to stop talking. <laughs> Burton was trying to call out the Board of Police Commissioners for holding illegal committee meetings that neither he nor the public were allowed to attend. During one of these cool. closed-door sessions, commissioners quietly hashed out a policy for a city, for the city's pers per pervasive and controversial facial recognition system. Oh Jesus what Christ! Board, what board chairwoman Lisa Carter didn't want to hear about it. As three op three police officers dragged Burton to the ground, officers held back protesters, some of them who were wearing masks, to show their opposition to facial recognition technology. This story is like an anarchist issue corner fucking copia. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this has it all. <laughs> this story. Check, check, check. So, check. Yeah. so the, the commission, which which I think is like it's like five people. I think I, I think that's what I read. Five people. Uh and they held secret meetings minus one of the commissioners. He wasn't allowed to attend, neither was the public. So these other three or other four commissioners had a secret meeting by themselves to hash out the city's uh, public recording policy, public surveillance policy. So they deliberately, like, forbid the one honest guy in the group mm -hmm. from attending. Yep. They yep. removed the and then they one had him voice of opposition. when he demanded answers. Holy yes. fucking shit. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, there's a... There's there's a picture of him being pulled off by the three police officers. Jesus. There you go. I'm still seeing yeah, Andy so... for some reason. It's not <laughs> switching for me. But so for the, I mean, the, the one guy who's in opposition, they exclude, they meet in secret so that there's no public oversight in order to set up a hyper draconian dystopian future technology in the city and the moment that the one guy that they excluded who is a member of the group that is supposed to be determining this stuff speaks up yeah. they have him thrown in a cage so that he can't publicly speak out about it yes and yeah. we're not living in a communist police state at all pay no attention yeah. to the There's man nothing. in the group. There's nothing Orwellian about this at all. You're just yeah. a crazy fucking conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Uh, while in the back of the police car, Burton said he wanted to let let my constituents know that I'm fighting for them. 
As Burton was hauled away and protesters were silenced, the board continued its meeting. The board is expected to approve the city's face scanning system during of next week's meeting, despite mounting criticism from the public and plans by Congress to impose a, mo a moratorium on the technology. A day before the meeting, Senate Republic or Senate Representative Isaac Robinson, de uh, Democrat out of Detroit, introduced a bill that would ban facial recognition technology for five years. The idea is to give lawmakers and experts time to research technology's flaws and whether it is uh, whether it is unconstitutional. Yeah, yeah. but well, you can't you can't advise caution. You, there, you're not allowed to advise. You know. Let's let's think about people's rights first and see if you know this might be a violation. How that's, dare you question Zafira? That's wrong. Think you just hold on, hold on, can't get, do that. Hold on. Well, it gets even better. All right. Numerous studies have shown the system is racially biased. Researchers have found that the technology is more likely to produce false matches on people with darker pigment. Legal experts also say the technology is invasive and might or may violate people's Fourth Amendment rights. Except for despite, Asians, because they all yeah. look alike. <laughs> despite these concerns, neither Mayor Mike Dugan nor Police Chief James Craig has shown a willingness to study the issue further. In fact, police have used the system for two years without the police commission's approval. Holy shit. They just used it. They just went, ah, this is probably fine, and just started oh, yeah. using oh. it. Police departments oh, are like wait. little kids with new fucking toys on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, the police chief, uh, quote, is there a chance you may arrest the wrong person? Yes, the police chief said. So what's the fucking point of using it? So this thing totally doesn't work and blatantly violates an enormous number of rights. And, and it's going to cost like a gajillion fucking dollars. Yeah, it's going to cost but, enormous amounts of money, but we don't want anybody to question it because we want it. Yeah. Right. The next article in the queue says that the commissioner that was uh, arrested at the meeting won't be charged. He better oh. not be. You want to talk but about a lawsuit. They shut him up when they needed to, though. Yep, they got yep. him away from the fucking meeting. They, 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 they achieved their aim. 1984 them. Yep. Yeah, like I said, it's it's totally a how dare you question Zephyr. He has made his decision, and it is in the best interest of the fatherland. Yeah. There will be nothing speaking out. Or it's like, like I the way that I picture these people is like fucking Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. Right. To question my authority in my classroom is to question the minister himself. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's or Harry or Potter who did a good job of illustrating that, actually, that phenomenon. So do, 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 do. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm Every a time. mom of boys. We have four boys. I mean, I know Harry Potter. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. Um. Before we jump into the next article, which is just going to lambast, this is, it's going to be such a fun article. You guys are going to love it. Right. Um, okay, before we get into it, there's a quote I want to read from December 5th, 2007. Um, in a post or uh, in an article on the Larry Kudlow, uh, he, is the, he is Trump's um, economic advisor. 2000, December 2007, he said, and I quote, the recession debate is over. It's not going to happen. Time to move on. Yeah. And you remember what happened in 2008 and 2009 and yeah. all that War stuff. Right? Peace. Freedom is slavery. Yeah. 
um, yeah. article from Fox Business uh, that says, quote, U.S. can have an unlimited minimum wage, <laughs> according to Larry Kudlow. White House uh, economic advisor Larry Kudlow said Tuesday that the U.S. economy is thriving and that a minimum wage is heading towards $20. Quote, we have tremendous prosperity. We are growing across the board. Unemployment is down. Wages are up. Consumers are booming. Uh, it's across the board. Every conceivable subgroup, African-Americans, Hispanics, Asians, and so forth, less educated, less skilled, are doing the best. He said in appearance on Pocket hey, Friend. That's that, too much well, capitalism here. Have yeah, some socialism. Adding that we can have an unlimited minimum wage through private sector prosperity. <laughs> Google comments. Unlimited. Could those wage. comments come on the heels of Representative uh, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Democrat in Michigan, calling for the federal minimum wage to be $20 an hour uh, on Sunday during an event in Detroit? A number of companies have raised minimum wage in the last year, including Walmart to $11 an hour, Amazon to $15, Target to $13. The current minimum wage is $7.25 an hour. Yeah. Uh, uh, when you look at some of these big companies, you know Walmart and others, I'm going to say $15 to $20 minimum wage because of private sector prosperity. This is the best way to do it, and that's where we're going. You know, a lot of those companies start people out at higher the minimum wage anyways. Um, you know what I mean? Well, because they want to attract the best talent. That's how you attract good talent is you pay more. But that's not a minimum wage. That's just the way the market works. It's it, You keep using yeah. this word. I do not think it means what you think it means. My 17-year-old yeah. my just got his first job, and he's washing dishes in a crab shack down on the river right he's getting paid eight dollars an hour to do that for his first job just washing dishes like he does that at home all day anyway <laughs> but now he's getting paid eight dollars an hour to do that and that's above the current minimum wage first job you know it's like the lowest job on the totem pole in the restaurant you know what i mean and it's still above yeah. minimum wage mm -hmm. And if, okay. can you imagine if the federal minimum wage was $20, do you think anyone would hire a person to wash dishes? No. At $20 an hour, especially when they have no other, nothing else they can contribute. They have no experience, no background, no education. I'll even right. take that a step farther. Like, I, I understand that. Economic, let, let's take this into a different direction. All right. I am showing the camera. You guys won't be able to see it if you're listening, but this is a picture of a $100 billion bill that he used to buy three eggs in Zimbabwe. Yep. A $100 billion bill. This guy was a billionaire a hundred times over, and it purchased yep. him three eggs. $100 billion. Yes. Just because you're making $15, $20, $25, $100 an hour, it doesn't mean you have a better quality of life. Yeah, they just want to look at the number and they don't want to look at fucking purchasing power. Think about, yeah, think about what uh, <coughs> making $10 an hour means in, say, in, in Vernon County, Wisconsin. It's one of the poorest counties in the state. It's almost entirely rural. It's all farm community. $10 an hour will pay for a pretty good living there. Yes. Now take that and transport yeah. it to Beverly Hills. Yeah. It's completely different. That wouldn't even pay your $10, car $10 an hour here is a jet. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's that's the difference and and or like hawaii statewide hawaii the cost of living is so high oh my god so fucking high i lived there for three years and a gallon of milk was like seven bucks like store brand milk you know yeah so just because your dollar amount on your paycheck is higher in no way indicates that you can in fact buy more things and live better it just means that the number is higher that's all that it means and if you yeah. raise minimum wage that high, the cost of living will naturally follow that minimum wage. And simultaneously, you're, well, you're also denying the entry to work of people who have no background, who are the most vulnerable in the workforce to losing their jobs. New not kids just job. starting out. Yeah, new kids just starting out won't be able to find a job, you know, because their labor isn't worth that. So I mean, if you if you're collapsitarian, that sounds wonderful. Yes, one hundred billion dollar minimum wage. It'll be an infinite. I made an infinity dollars today. I mean, right? Like you guys, you guys, like you guys have studied the the Weimar Republic, right? You guys have seen pictures. Oh, the Weimar, yeah, Weimar of of them getting paid in cash uh, at lunchtime because the inflation rate changed so quickly that by the end of the day it would be a, a different rate. And yeah. the wives and the wives going to get what they could, and carrying the money in a freaking wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow yep. because it was so much, and they could get like a couple loaves of bread, and eventually it became cheaper to actually burn the money than to buy firewood. Yeah, my old German teacher's parents grew up in the Weimar Republic, and he was always telling us stories about you know, how hard it was. And people were like burning bricks of money because like firewood cost more than the same weight of cash mm -hmm. was worth. You know what I mean? Well, don't so. forget that the entire reason that that happened, one was because the government was printing too much money, but two, because the government was living entirely on loans that it was taking out from mostly the United States and other allied yeah. countries to pay the United States and other allied countries for the World War One reparations. So it right, was all exactly. Yeah, it was all yeah. it was all debt and it was dependent entirely on the US economy continuing to grow. And the right. moment that the stock market crash happened here, which was ultimately a direct result of cheap money and perpetual debt being a thing, right. the moment that that happened, it collapsed because it was all built on debt, which should sound familiar because the United States economy right now is basically entirely built on debt to another freaking country. What, yeah. are, we at? what are we at? Like almost and, two and a half trillion national debt. And, and, then, a, and then running like right, a, almost a trillion dollar a year deficit. Yeah, and there, there's a theory that, that the Weimar Republic's hyperinflation was actually deliberate in order to pay off um their like sanctioned debt like their war debts or whatever um yeah uh like if they could keep the inflation like fast enough they could pay off the debt faster because the international exchange wouldn't have caught up yet with the inflation yeah. so that there's a theory that that is what happened and i gotta kind of wonder if the u.s federal government doesn't consider things like that from time to time, given how much fucking money we owe to like China <laughs> and the federal reserve and shit. You know what I mean? And, and another point that he doesn't make or that he 
chooses to, or chooses to ignore is that the companies that he said, Amazon, Walmart, Target, they don't pay corporate taxes in most places. Right. Yep. Do you so, know who does? Small businesses. Mom and pops. Yep. Yeah, and they can absorb the increase. That's why Walmart pushes. Walmart is one of the dirtiest companies in the world. They yeah. they are, if you ever watch uh, Walmart, the high cost to low price is a really good documentary about it, very in-depth. What service um, is it on? Uh, the I think when I watched it, it was on Netflix. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly, but it's it's about... The like they actually interview former like executive level managers for Walmart and like they talk about before they would build a Walmart in a town driving around and pointing to all these mom and pops and going, I give that one three months, six months, four months and calling and actually making bets on how long it would take them to crush the competition and drive them out of the uh, out of the market space. And then what Walmart started doing on top of that is they did the hometown markets. And because Hometown Market is technically a different company, same corporate umbrella, but a different company from Walmart, they'll build a Hometown Market on the other side when they have tough nuts to crack and then do competition between the two and keep lowering their prices until they price all of the other guys out to get rid of them. And... Walmart is now supporting a higher minimum wage because of course they are because they can absorb that cost just like with dropping their prices immensely below what everyone else can. They can absorb that whereas their competitors can't. And all it does is guarantee that the big corporations keep getting bigger. Yep. 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 Which is, it could be part of it. That absolutely could be part of it. Um, Larry has no formal economic training by the way. He has no like economics degree. So, and he's yeah. the economics advisor? Yeah, he's Trump's economic advisor, yeah. Well, that explains a few things. <laughs> well, so, I don't know, because I don't have any formal training in economics, but, you know, even I can see the flaws in the shit this guy is saying. <laughs> so. So, so like, yeah, you'll that... You'll hear that all the time, though, especially from people who are who are unemployed or underemployed and don't seem to understand, like, economics. They don't understand struggle and don't want to have to just work for anything. They'll just demand a, you know, they'll demand the universal, like, income. They'll demand the higher minimum wages and everything else because socialism and communism are economic theories of envy. Yeah. Meanwhile, let me... For a minute, if I can go up on a tangent, I'm going to tell you guys what my 17-year-old son is doing and planning. All right? This is a kid raised by people who don't believe in stealing from others. There's no culture of envy in our house. We're not like that. Right? I don't know why my video keeps going out anyways. Sorry about that. Yeah, I don't know why that keeps going out. But anyways. It's because your, your Wi-Fi is melting. Yeah, I think so. So anyways, my 17-year-old kid is working that shit job that I mentioned, dishwasher to fucking crab shack, comes home stinking a high heaven, works 10 and 12-hour shifts, his feet fucking killing him, no breaks, because it's, it's a little place, you know, so it's not subject to some of the, the larger, like, labor laws for larger places. Um, so he's working his ass off, getting paid eight bucks an hour. 
Is he going to be doing that forever? No. In September, he's starting classes to get certified for MIG welding. And then he's going to get a better job. And meanwhile, what is he doing? He's studying. And he's studying flight. He is going to go take his test and get his private pilot's license. And then he's going to, with the money he earns um, at this job and at the, you know, welding job, you know, by spring, I would guess. He's going to be paying to put himself through small, like single engine commercial flight school. It's like $4,000 or something like that. Um, and that's after paying, you know, $140 an hour for flight instruction and things like that. He's paying for all of it himself. He's living in our house and he's working his butt off and he's got plans to get a better job so he can pay for more. And he's, he's working a plan to become an Alaskan bush pilot. He wants to be a bush pilot in Alaska. The guys that like run supplies and people to like the far flung places that the roads don't reach and shit like that. You know, yeah. by the time he he's 17, by the time he's 22, he's probably in Alaska, you know, living his fucking dream and doing it without any fucking debt and doing it because he had a plan to move up and up. And he's got graduated steps where he's doing a little better each step and a little more able to pay for where he wants to be. And he he's not the kind of person who's going to be fucking clamoring for minimum wage increases. <laughs> minimum wage jobs are a stepping stone, the first stepping stone. You're not supposed to fucking stay there. <laughs> they're literally they're literally called minimum wage. Yes. They're not living wage jobs. Yeah. Minimum. They're bare if, minimum. If you have minimum skills and minimum education and minimum experience and apply minimum effort. Yeah. And minimum apply minimum effort. You deserve minimum wage. You deserve that, which is something super offensive to socialists that you dare to say that they don't deserve something. No, you don't deserve to make as much money as I do. You deserve to make the tiniest amount of money that an employer is willing to pay you because you aren't willing to put anything extra in. And if you don't put in the effort and you don't put in the time and you don't put in the education or any of that, that's on you. That isn't on anyone else. That is entirely and completely on you and your decisions. Yep. You chose that. You have and to for, actually work hard at being a shit bag to stay yep. on minimum wage into like child rearing territory. If burger if burger flippers and paramedics get paid the same, there's mm. something wrong. And who would want to be a paramedic? That's no. a lot of fucking well paramedics actually in a lot of places paramedic you have to have a bachelor's degree. EMT. Yeah, EMT, EMT. you firefighter things like that. People who have high risk skilled jobs. What's what's the fucking incentive? to go through all that training and provide that critical mm -hmm. fucking service to society. If yep. you're just going to get the pay paid the same as the fucking burger I mean, flipper. Yeah. I mean, why, why oh, go yeah. be a doctor? Why go be a doctor when you get paid the same amount for working for working the drive through at Wendy's? Well, we see yeah. that. We see that now in Cuba. It's a perfect example in Cuba. Uh, a doctor makes the same as a baker. They make exactly right. the same amount of money. So, that when Cuba allowed, because of the increases in tourism, started allowing cabbies to keep everything they made in tips, 
that meant that cabbies were making more than engineers and scientists and doctors and firefighters and police and everybody else. They were making the most money in the entire country. So uh, doctors and engineers and and like aero like aeronautic. There's a guy uh, that I saw in a documentary who's talking about it. It was actually Vice. It was one of the few really good documentaries that Vice ever did. Um, <laughs> it, where he interviews him. And the guy talks about the fact that he had been a surgeon, like a cardiac surgeon, and that one of the other cabbies that he drives with was like an aeronautical engineer. And they both left their careers to go be cabbies because they make four to six times as much money doing it. Right. Yeah. Yep. Why I mean, would anyone, if there's a maximum amount if, you can make... If we're all getting paid the same, I'm, I'm going to be a librarian. I'm doing literally the easiest fucking job I can find. That's the that's what I just that's yeah. what I just picked. Yeah. Do you know how much education it takes to be a librarian? It's insane. Uh, yeah, actually, it's yeah. actually insane. <laughs> yeah, librarians actually that it is a skilled job. But, <laughs> but I found out and I was like, holy crap, seriously? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll like, be I mean if 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 we're all getting paid the same, I will be putting in the bare minimum of effort to hold a fucking shit job that I don't have to think about. Doesn't require a whole lot of, you know, effort or skill. Yeah. I'm putting in the bare fucking minimum. Can you imagine a world where a dog walker gets paid the same as a doctor? No. I, I, well, in Cuba. I can't imagine that world. That's a world without any fucking doctors. So... I mean, that's the bottom line, really. There's no incentive to go into these oh. highly skilled career can we, fields. Can we make up our own careers? <laughs> just just yeah. a, asking for a friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and on top of that, I mean, think, there's another alternative, too, is rather than getting the tra you know, if you don't have training, you don't have experience, whatever, if you're willing to work really, really hard. Because even yeah. jobs that don't re that you know really a trained monkey could probably handle, but they're really really hard work. They right. get paid a lot too, right? So you need to be willing to either get the education and the skills, or the experience to build the skills, or just work really really hard, right? In order to make more money. But if you're not willing, like to hard any physical of those labor, not like you work hard pushing papers around a desk. No. Hard physical fucking labor. Yeah, no, my 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 first real job, real quote unquote real job. I was carrying hod from my dad. My dad's a mason, and my first job was moving around bricks and making mud. Yeah, like that's not easy work. No, no, it's well, not. Well, shit. I I, I spent the summer. I spent a summer helping a uh, uh like a, a masonry finisher. Mix mud and and bring it over to him, and that was basically all I was doing: is mixing yeah, mud and bringing it over. Yeah, yeah, and that was all I did, and I had no experience in it whatsoever, nothing, and I was still making like sixteen, fifty, seventeen dollars an hour to do it, right? Because it was really hard work in hundred degree weather in the hot sun, and it sucked. Yeah. But you know what? That's I was getting paid really well. That's one of those two two callus two callus an hour jobs. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, you either have to be willing to do the shit that very few people want to do, or you have to be highly skilled. I mean, if you're not willing to do the really hard shit and you have no skills, what the fuck do you expect out of life? Yep. 
So, but the same people, the same people who argue for higher minimum wages and everything, are always the ones with like women's studies degrees, or they have yeah. a a bachelor's in uh, Fine art. English literature, or in like Russian poets of the 17th century, things like that. <laughs> right. Oh, fine boy. arts degree and shit. Yeah, yeah I like saw somebody complaining liberal, about a fine arts degree. Yeah, if you have a liberal arts degree that isn't like graphic design or something that can really be put to use, you just have a an academic degree. Let's put it that way. If you have an academic, purely academic degree, like, li like literally, right. like general studies degrees are are, are more useful. Yeah, that's yeah. what Kevin has actually. Yeah. Well, I have like for instance, I I have a, a history degree. I have a bachelor's in history. Do I use that ever? What do you do with it, Andrew? I do. You, you can. Yeah, you can. I do yeah, this. You, you, can, <laughs> right. you can be like. You can be like a tour guide or a history teacher. Yeah, yeah, I can't even. You know, I can't even with my degree. I can't even go to a national park and become a ranger there. No. In order to become a ranger at a national, like a battlefield or anything like that, I know because I wanted to apply to work at Gettysburg, and. Yeah. I found out that in order to do that, you have to have at least a master's and in general, a PhD and your doctoral thesis had to have been on the battle or an aspect of it, which you want to be a ranger for. Jesus. Yeah. And that is like minimum requirements. Like the guy who's the head, uh, head ranger. I've been to Gettysburg and that's bullshit. There's no way the people working there all have that. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, working, working there, working there, and and tour guide or yeah, yeah. No, the the head ranger there, for instance, you'll see him on TV shows and stuff. Really big, epic, bushy mustache and things. But that guy, that head ranger, has two PhDs and has written a Pulitzer Prize winning book about Gettysburg. Jesus, and that's how he got the job. Like <laughs> Jesus. Oh, all right. Right, uh, Bitcoin and crypto suddenly branded a quote national security issue. <laughs> uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have been thrown into the limelight over recent months by social media giant Facebook's plans to launch its own private cryptocurrency this year, with much of the attention negative. U.S. President Donald Trump uh, sent shockwaves. Stupid pop-up ads. Sent shockwaves. Um, through the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency community last week when he branded Bitcoin, quote, based on thin air, with the comments, <laughs> with the, with the comments coming just after the chair of the U.S. Federal Reserve said closer regulation of cryptocurrencies was needed. He's the chairman of the Federal Reserve. It's, it's based <laughs> on thin based It's on totally, air. there's nothing yeah. concrete behind it. It's totally just a magic trick, says the guy <laughs> who prints Money that is made out of cotton and <laughs> yeah. like, it's like like thirty five billion dollars a month of paper. All right, now U.S. Treasury Secretary Stephen Munchkin was added to his voice to the assault on Bitcoin, Facebook's plan, Libra, crypto project, and other cryptocurrencies, warning they pose a quote national security risk to the country. Uh, quote, this is indeed a national security issue, Munchkin said to reporters at a press conference yesterday. Uh, cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin have been exploited to support billions of dollars of illicit activity like cybercrime, tax evasion, extortion, ransomware, illicit drugs, and human trafficking. He added Unlike that 
you know, that, Federal Reserve. Unlike U.S. tax dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he added that Facebook's Libra, quote, could be used, misused by money launderers and terrorist financiers. Unlike U.S. tax dollars. Um, yeah, exactly. Unlike U.S. <laughs> currency. Hold on. Hold on. Echoing Fed Chair Jerome Powell, Munchkin said he is, quote, not comfortable with Facebook's plans for its private cryptocurrency. Facebook was. Well, well, to be fair, I'm not comfortable. You posted something that we deem to be against our community standards. So, yeah, exactly. Your banking session has expired. 30 days. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on a 30 day Facebook ban right now. Can you imagine (laughs) if all my banking was done through Facebook? Like. You posted oh, something sexual. You you paid for a webcam model with your money, so now we're going to go ahead and suspend your banking right. privileges for the next 30 days while you think about what you did. Right. Like, oh, my God. No yeah. one's going to use it. And that's the thing. is Facebook's cryptocurrency being the thing that makes people say this shit. No one's yeah. going to use it anyway. Literally no one in their right no, mind no, will no ever one, use that's the key. No one in their right mind. But there are a lot of people that are going to use it because it's Facebook. Yeah, there yeah. are a lot of people who are not in their right mind. That's... Yeah, uh, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, which has been struggling to pivot to a more privacy-based business model in light of its ongoing data-sharing scandal, revealed plans for a digital crypt- cryptocurrency last month and has recruited 28 partners, including the likes of Uber, PayPal, and Mastercard, to help govern the Bitcoin revival. Or hey, guys, what? I'll be right back. Sorry. Or to govern the Bitcoin rival. Expected to be primarily aimed at those serving developing countries when it launches. Uh, last week, Trump tweeted that he's, quote, not a fan of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Unregulated crypto assets can, facil- can facilitate unlawful behavior, including drug trade and other illegal activity. Though, so- many, though many in the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency industry have taken the U.S. president's uh, interest in and awareness of Bitcoin as a positive for the uh, burgeoning technology. Quote, the president does have concern as it relates to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. These are legitimate concerns that we have been working on for a long period of time, Munchkin said, suggesting that Trump's comments were not off the cuff. So, uh, counterpoint, um, when Pablo Escobar and El Chapo were captured, did they have pallets of bitcoins sitting around? Was that was that what they had? They had just enormous bitcoin wallets that Oh wait, no. No, now I remember. It was a whole bunch of Federal Reserve notes that they had stacked up that they were using that they had laundered. So, to even <laughs> pretend, to even put on some sort of air that it's somehow more dangerous is beyond laughable. Well, I'm <laughs> to to be fair, to be fair, calling the bit calling Bitcoin that's what was the direct quote, calling Bitcoin a national security threat is kind of the whole point of Bitcoin. Yeah, because you can't regulate it, you can't control it. It's out there, and you have no way to manipulate it. That's good. Yeah, that's its exact purpose is to take away, which is why it's a national security threat, because it takes away the Federal Reserve's ability to manipulate the money in your wallet. Yeah. Uh, The latest comments from Trump's administration on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have been taken by some as a, quote, bullish news for the future of cryptocurrencies. Uh, 
quote, Steve, Steve Nenshkin's press conference was actually bullish news for the future of cryptocurrencies long term, said Tom Robinson, chief scientist at blockchain for blockchain forensics company uh, Elepic. Uh, quote, the U.S. has had a clear anti-money laundering regulatory regulatory framework around cryptocurrencies for several years now, while the rest of the world led by Financial Action Task Force is rapidly adopting anti-money laundering regulations focused on maintaining oversight of cryptocurrency service providers. So the guy says that uh, Trump's comments um, downplaying downplaying, uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, calling them a national threat, is actually good for Bitcoin. Right, and it is. It is good for Bitcoin. Yeah, now how many more people are going to go, oh shit, this is going to piss the government off by using this? Oh Mm -hmm. fuck, yeah, I'm in, man. (laughs) Or even people thinking they think it's a security threat because they can't get into it. So that's really secure. So maybe I should be putting their money in cryptocurrencies. Yeah, look at the way uh, iPhone messaging and stuff took off after it was revealed that the NSA couldn't get in mm-hmm. to the encryption. All of a sudden, everyone wanted to use that because they're like, oh, shit, they can't use that? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I want. And so they all went and after yet, it. Now. <laughs> like, and, and, to say and yet all these the, same people will fucking go to the polls every November and fucking vote. I don't no, get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, uh, Signal, when... when um, Trump had a Trump did a little press conference. Not Trump. One of the other guys did a press conference about um, wanting to regulate these um, messaging apps like WhatsApp and Signal because they're they're in- encrypted and they need to have uh, Bar. Bar is the one that said it that they need to have automatic built-in back doors. And if we can't have a back door, we need to ban it. Right? Uh, I had people messaging me asking me asking me for Signal, asking about yeah. Signal. Like I said that I use it. I use it all the time. I actually really, really like Signal. I, I like. I don't like it as much as Telegram. I think Telegram is a little bit easier to use. But I use Signal a lot. And I actually, when I posted the article, I actually had people messaging me, asking me about Signal and asking where to download it. And yeah, holy backfire, Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that news that it's going to piss government off that much and that it's that secure is going to be one of the best things to happen to Bitcoin, realistically. It probably is. Because now uh, everyone knows. Yeah. Well, I'm going to hold on to my, like, 500 bucks I have in there right now, then. Like, let's see what uh, it does. The same happened with uh, with WhatsApp. When it was revealed that WhatsApp was being used uh, for the uh, Yellow Vest protest and and, and the, the, the... Muslim Spring or whatever it was a couple of years ago. Arab Spring, yeah. Arab Spring, like that's that's how they organized was through WhatsApp, and that blew WhatsApp up. Yeah, like, a lot of people jumping on it, be going, "Oh crap!" You know, the government, you know, can't stop this because, like, literally everybody knows by now that Facebook Messenger is totally, totally, totally looked at. Well, yeah, before. and that's the other joke in this article. In this article, is Facebook the mentioned that Facebook's trying to go to a more privacy-oriented model, and it's like, oh, you mean the same people who will ban you for what you post in Facebook Messenger or in secret groups? Yeah. They're moving to a more privacy-based... Forgive me if I don't stand up and applaud. Right. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, forgive me if I don't fucking believe you, for starters. You're a liar. No, you're not. You're not moving to a more privacy-based model. It's not about privacy for you. It's right. about control, and you're going to build something yep. into this alleged cryptocurrency yep. that will allow you to manipulate it and control it. Let's yep. not let's not forget that they're that the NSA is hugely tied into into Facebook. That there's actually like members of the NSA that sit on Facebook's board. Mm -hmm. Right? Facebook yeah. is a huge, huge data mining uh, program for the federal government. Yep. Right? Which is why yeah, which is why which is why Facebook recently reversed its ban on sharing 3D printed files. Yep, like yeah. they can be tracked. Because absolutely yeah. so, so they can be tracked. And this is why several of us are moving several of us are moving to the public beta of float right now. F L O T E. Yes. Mm -hmm. F L O T E dot A P P. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I just signed up for float today. <laughs> no, I haven't messed around on it very much, but yeah. That I, is a I yeah. I, I I need to dink around, but it is just a beta right now. Oh, They're working very, on the apps. The uh, it's very Facebook looking. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, much more no, than no, other social media platforms. I look at it this way. It's the same thing as like when the, the face app thing and then everyone, oh, it's got the, you know, the Russian intel gathers facial recognition. First of all, how many of you fucking people that are bitching about that are planning on ever having anything to do with Russia ever? None of right. you. Not one of you is ever going to have to worry about that. So you don't these, care. These, these, are the, these are the same people that were that will text nudes or, or yeah. drop, drop nudes through messenger or email. That yep, always exactly. blows my fucking mind that people are that stupid. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and I pointed out, I pointed out at the time, I'm like, look, if I wanted to whatever data I'm using my phone for to be secure, I wouldn't be using a phone for it. Right. I would, I not, be, I would not be using an Android, that's for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't even be using Apple or you can I'm not gonna use anything that other than maybe a black phone, if that. I don't I know better. I I have yeah. a degree in IT too. I know how to hack this stuff. I know how to rip information off of a phone. And if I can do it with three hundred dollars in an afternoon, you better believe that the US government can do it at will. So yeah. with that being the case, if I'm doing something on my phone anyway, I don't care if it's secure because I already know my phone isn't with one exception. And that's messaging. And that's what you use things like signal and stuff for, but right. I don't care necessarily about Facebook being open to the NSA because it's all public anyway. Like my page is set to public. Anybody can yeah. look at it. I yeah, don't and, care. And that's all the stuff that I don't care if it's public. Yeah, and I, I have I have enough common sense not to discuss certain things in total public like that on Instagram and and Facebook or Twitter or yeah. even here on the podcast. There are certain things I'm not going to say on the podcast. Yeah, yeah and are, even if I had things that I that I wouldn't want to say and wouldn't want anybody to hear, mm -hmm. I wouldn't fucking be doing them on these open media sources. I mean. <laughs> I was in cryptology. I don't give a fuck if you tell me something is secure. There's no such fucking thing. Not really. At so, best, you get temporarily secure. Right. 
is harder to hack, and that's as yeah. far as you get. That's yeah. I mean, because remember they said it. What was it? Maybe ten years ago. And was it? They dropped out. Uh, he froze. Being a bitch again. Stupid fucking yeah. internet. Damn it, Andrew. Yeah, everybody's having internet problems tonight. I'm the one having not internet issues, which is right. Kind of back backwards from what it usually is. <laughs> so, Feeling all our bandwidth, Jason. I'm gonna hold off on that article in hopes that Andrew gets back. Okay. Um, and we can jump on a different. Oh, I have three articles left. Um, um, um. Okay, we'll just do this one. Uh Andrew said, uh, "My laptop just froze. Got a reboot." All right. So. Yeah, figures. So cool, no biggie. Yeah, it's always fucking something with this technology, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, um, man selling water bottle without a license placed in chokehold. Quote: I can't breathe. Um, Eric Garner all over again. Only this guy wasn't even selling cigarettes. <laughs> which some Andrew Andrew said. Andrew he said, was, "Quote: Quote: My NSA agent didn't like me calling them out. Apparently." <laughs> yeah um so yeah this was in uh, uh las vegas um las vegas police arrested a man for selling a water bottle without a license at witness recorded so you literally um, cannot sell water in the middle of the fucking desert without yeah. a goddamn government permit. selling selling bottled water in yeah. triple digit heats in summer to Sealed tourists water right yeah. <sighs> um, yeah. A man selling cold bottled water to thirsty tourists on a triple-digit summer day in Las Vegas was placed in a chokehold by Las Vegas police, who apparently were cracking down on unlicensed street vendors. "Quote: I can't breathe." The man wheezed as one cop tightened the chokehold around his neck, but the cop only tells him to "quote quit resisting." Um, uh, saying anybody's going to resist if you're cutting off their fucking airways. It's called survival instinct. We don't have a yeah. lot of control over it. Yeah, quote, saying he is resisting won't make him be resisting, says a witness as the cops continue repeating the mindless phrase. The man hit... I watched the video. The man does not resist throughout the video, but the cops continue to tell him not to resist. Uh, quote, you're the only one committing a crime, another witness tells the cop. Um, the video was posted to Facebook Friday with the following description. Uh, quote, this video is someone I know. Jimmy Williams was exercising his right to support himself and or his family. He was selling water in Las Vegas on a hot day. Do you still think you're free? Do you still think police are your friends? Uh, this is what promoters, water sellers, smut peddlers, etc. go through every day on the Las Vegas Strip trying to make a living, trying to put smiles on people's faces. You have the right to pursue happiness. Whatever that is, do it as long as you don't harm anyone. The police are nothing but a domestic terrorist organization. More people need to wake up. It's not easy. Waking up is hard to do, especially when you have been indoctrinated. Rebirth is learning uh, what you have been taught. Life is not butterflies and crayons. It's not going to be pretty. It's easy. or It's, it's going to be a long, lonely road. But for one, I would rather die standing up uh, than to comply. It's better to burn out than it is to fade because Russ never sleeps. So, yeah. Uh, the video is is kind of brutal to watch, really. Um, and at the end, there's like four cops there and like 
two cops are pinning him down. Another cop is handcuffing him, and they got the um, they got the collapsible ask behind the guy's arm, and they're 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 pinning it. They're pinning his his elbow up, and um, yeah, for selling water to tourists without a without the government's permission in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. Unfucking believable. Unbelievable. It's, it's insane. It's insane. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's 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 your freedom, America. Yep. Like so much freedom. Andrew would have something really smart to say there, but yeah. Well, you're only free as long as the fucking violent gang gets their cut. That's what it's about. It's no different than the mafia fucking extorting businesses. As long as they get their cut, they'll leave you alone. True. I mean, and like the guy, it, it, he's not like on private property. He's like he's on he's on public. It looks like a public street. He has he has an ice chest and he's sitting on it, selling water. Open the ice chest, you know, give him the water, and it's just, it's insane. It's it's absolutely insane. Like this guy, he wasn't hurting anybody. He was providing a service. Like he wasn't stealing from anybody, and like he's selling to tourists and people walking by in triple digit heat in the desert. Yep. But they gotta fuck with him. I'm telling you, the sidewalks in Las Vegas—they're fucking brutal. Like the, walking around on the sidewalks in Vegas. The heat? Well, you got, yeah. you got, well, you, you got, you got the, uh, the, the effect from the sun bouncing off all the, all the glass windows and whatnot. And the concrete, yeah, mm-hmm. heating up the concrete all day, and <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the sidewalks on Vegas. I mean, you can die of dehydration there faster than in the desert, if you ask me. So. It's, it's an oven. It really is. It really is an yeah. oven. So, at least you get a breeze out in the desert sometimes. Yeah. So I've been there a couple times and it's never been pleasant to go outside of the, the hotel. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll save, we'll save that, that the, the namesake article for last if Andrew gets back. But uh, right. how about this one from uh, truth about guns, which I absolutely love the truth about guns uh, after Chicago, uh, after shooting Chicago Democrat advocates, residents get guns and carry permits. Um. L- so, <laughs> isn't it? It always fucking amuses me how these things come full circle. You know, somebody like it takes them how many decades of pushing for their, you know, their like super weird beliefs for their beliefs to start fucking showing them back that they don't fucking work. Like, they couldn't reason their way to that conclusion within like maybe just a week of solid <laughs> introspection and and thought about this and maybe some research and no, they have to fucking learn it the hard way every yep. fucking time. Yeah, every time. Uh, so uh, LaShawn Ford has served as an Illinois state representative since 2007. Like his fellow Chicago Democrat General Assembly members, he has been a fairly consistent vote against gun rights since, well, forever. But he recently appeared on the radio station WLSAM and current residents to arm themselves and to get carry license. What caused Representatives Ford's sudden very public change when it comes to guns? 
Could it be the, quote, come to Jesus moment this past weekend outside his home that left one man dead? Or was it the fact that his car was riddled with gunfire during the incident? Regardless of the reason, Ford has changed his way of thinking. We welcome it. His constituents deserve to proven uh, constituents deserve the proven personal defense benefits of firearm ownership and concealed carry. WSLAM has a story that happened outside Ford's home. Quote, another violent weekend that saw eight people killed and at least 32 others wounded. One lawmaker is taking action by encouraging his constituents to arm themselves. Bullets from a shooting that left a 22-year-old dead in the Austin neighborhood on the west side Sunday also found rep, state rep uh, LaShawn Ford's car. Uh, quote, I don't think about it all the time, Ford said, the shooting that takes place, or shootings that plague his community. Quote, that's why I'm working with a concealed carrying instructor, and we're going to we're going to go through the neighborhood, and we're going to encourage people to get their concealed carry license because it makes no sense for people not to have the protection that they need. This is so fucking typical. <laughs> you didn't give a fuck about anybody else's lives. You didn't give a fuck about nope. anybody else's rights nope. until some shit happened to you and you saw how it fucking feels. Like, how do people, I don't know. I, I got to think somebody that needs life to slap them in the face for them to understand something this basic. Mm -hmm. I feel like those people are probably sociopaths. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this he's a young he's a young kid. I gotta look him up how, how old he is. He's he's not that old. Um well, let's see, according to the Wikipedia, uh since two thousand seven. Uh so he's forty six. He was born in he was born in seventy one, Chicago, Illinois. Oh. So he's a real estate broker and teacher by profession. Huh. So teacher, that explains it. It explains it explains a lot, actually. Yeah, but, it does. Yeah, like, like he was an open advocate opposed to personal protection and right. firearms and people's right. rights. Right, an advocate of gun control and mm -hmm. yeah. And until all, it happened to him, till it happened outside his house, and his car gets riddled with bullets. And now he's like, hold on. Wait a minute. Everybody back up. Hello, Mr. Andrew. There we go. That was weird. Yep. We're talking about a Chicago, is it, Democrat? Yeah, uh, Chicago That's Democrat. Uh, LaShawn Ford. Um, he's served at the Illinois State Representative since 2007. Um, he's been a consistent advocate um, against gun rights. And then... Uh, a couple weekends ago, there were uh, eight people killed and at least 32 others wounded. One lawmaker is taking action by encouraging the constituents to arm themselves. Bullets from a shooting that left a 22-year-old dead in the Austin neighborhood on the west side. Sunday also found State Representative LaShawn Ford's car. Uh, yep. Quote, I don't think about it all the time. Ford said that the shooting that plagues his community. Uh, quote, that's why I'm working with concealed carry instructor and we're going to go through the neighborhood and we're going to encourage people to get their concealed carry license because it makes no sense for people not to have the protections that they need. Said a staunch gun control advocate after it fucking happened to him. Gosh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about the, um, how things come full circle. And, uh, 
and why some people can start at one point in the circle and have to reason their way all the way around to just get within like a hair of where they were standing before. If they just turned around the other way, they would have seen it. Yeah. It's you amazing. Know? Like all of a sudden, you know, isn't it a coincidence that all of a sudden the moment that somebody finds a need to protect themselves, they go, gosh, you know, people really need guns to be able to protect themselves. Yeah. Hey, there's, there's a recent article about um, uh, uh, Antifa, Antifa arming themselves and the John Brown gun clubs that were, sprouting up all over the place and it's just like oh who wants to be the fascist now oh wait you guys are already fascists yeah, yeah. Aren't, aren't these the same people who have been calling everyone who wanted uh who wanted a gun like a fascist and a nazi and all this other crap yep. like just recently aren't these these exact same people all over yeah, again they're, the, they're now they're going the same people I who want always, they're the uh, same rednecks people who always make comments about guns and talk about like the dude must have a small dick because he's compensating for something, you know. Like, like these are the that, people who make the dick not, envy jokes about body shaming at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, um, Sigmund Freud himself said that a fear of guns was a sign of a uh, sexual retardation. Yeah. Well. That if you were I mean, afraid of guns, it was because you were inherently afraid of the idea of penises, and then therefore you clearly were sexually deficient, and there was something wrong with you that no reasonable well-developed person would be afraid of weapons now i don't agree with everything freud said but i agree with that shit <laughs> yeah dan, dan was here he'd make some joke about cuck holding on the rise as gun control is on the rise. yeah right not, yeah. probably yeah. yeah yeah oh think of you dan yep he's not thinking of us <laughs> because well yeah yeah he's probably busy because kids yeah. are probably good yeah he, he <laughs> Speaking ought to be of, busy Speaking of the sexual connection with guns, and <laughs> you haven't even used your sound effect, Andrew. I, I did once. I did once. Yeah. 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 But I mean, we're talking about penises now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Prepare to hear that a lot next week, everybody. Because oh, oh god, that's going to be a constant episode sixty-nine. <laughs> Weird sex laws across America. Yep. Oh. All right. We saved the last article, the namesake article, um, until you got back, Andrew. Yep. Because I know you're going to have just a little bit to say on it. <sighs> Court rules police officer who shot 10 year old is protected by qualified immunity. Yeah. Um, qualified woman... immunity, D's nuts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. A, a woman whose 10-year-old child was shot by a police officer will receive no compensation for her child's medical bills after a federal court ruled last week in Corbett v. Vickers that the officer was protected by qualified immunity. In 2014, a criminal suspect named Christopher Barnett entered Amy Corbett's front yard where a group of children were also playing. The police soon followed in pursuit of Barnett. The officer held Barnett... Uh, and the children at gunpoint, ordering all, ordering them all to get on the ground, all complied, including Barnett, who was approached without incident. But Bruce, the Corbett's family dog, sauntered over to Coffee County, Georgia, Deputy Sheriff Michael Vickers, who attempted to shoot the animal regardless of the fact that, quote, no one appeared threatened by Bruce, as the 11th Circuit put it. Uh, Vickers missed. 
The dog briefly retreated, then reappeared, prompting Vickers to shoot the animal, uh, to shoot at the animal once more. Vickers missed the dog again, but this time he hit Corbett's 10-year-old child in the back of the knee. The child was laying on the ground a mere 18 inches from Vickers, according to court documents. The child referred to as SDC throughout the legal proceedings has since, quote, suffered severe pain and mental trauma, according to the 11th Circuit, and has required ongoing care from an orthopedic surgeon. In response to the shooting of her child, Amy Corbett fined a $2 million suit for special and compositionary damages. Vickers countered with a motion to dismiss, which argued, quote, that Vickers was entitled to qualified immunity because case law did not or had not stacked out a, quote, bright line indicating that the act of firing at the dog and unintentionally shooting SDC was unlawful. So I don't give a fuck if it's lawful or unlawful. What's one of the rules of gun safety? Know what's behind your fucking target. He wasn't even behind the target. He missed the dog completely. So he missed twice. He missed the dog twice. And he's and hitting, shooting at the dog in the first fucking place. And hit a girl that was 18 inches from the suspect. A boy, I think, right? The A girl. I, th- I think the, the, the child. I'm pretty girl. sure it was a girl, 10-year-old girl. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Girl. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. District Court for Southern District of Georgia agreed with Corbett holding in 2017 that Deputy Sheriff Vickers used force, use of force violated the child's Fourth Amendment rights. But the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit reversed that judgment last week, holding that Vickers deserved qualified immunity because, quote, Corbett failed to present us with any material similar cases from the U.S. Supreme Court, this court, or the Supreme Court of Georgia that would have given Vickers fair warning that this particular conduct violated the Fourth Amendment. In In other words... In other words, because there were no earlier cases on the books declaring this particular type of conduct to be unconstitutional, the officer received qualified immunity. Why was so, it even being argued as a constitutional case in the first place? I, uh, so, I mean, just to recap here. So this cowardly piece of subhuman shit yep. goes into a house to arrest someone and shoots no, not, at... House, not now. They were chasing the suspect. The suspect went into the yard. Police pulled guns. The suspect surrendered, laid so down. These people are completely down. innocent bystanders. Yes. Yeah. Erica, you're a big pink square. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. My fucking internet's being fucky. Sorry. Okay. But so, so they they have no reason to go into the house. They go into the house anyway. So. The, they've invaded a home. They attempt to shoot a friendly dog after holding children at gunpoint. Twice. twice, twice. Try to shoot the dog twice. Miss the first time. The second time, not only miss, but blow out the knee of a 10-year-old girl lying on the ground. And he doesn't suffer a single consequence because no one told him that that might be wrong. Yeah. That's exactly it. <sighs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In other words, because there were no earlier case on the books declaring this particular type of conduct to be clearly unconstitutional, 
the officer received qualified immunity. Well, guess what? There's no case on the books now either because you gave the bastard qualified immunity. Yeah, exactly. Actually, now, now there is be. a case on the book. There is a case on the book, and the go and the cop and got, the qualified, got immunity. qualified immunity. Yeah. Right. Congratulations. That is, Hooray I mean, for common law. Kevin and I were just talking about it today. Yeah. Uh, furthermore, according to the 11th Circuit, one relevant Supreme Court precedent, Bauer v. County of Inyo, 1989, directly cut in favor of the officer. According to Bauer, quote, a Fourth Amendment violation depends upon intentional action on the part of the officer. Shooting was an intentional fucking action. In other words, according to the 11th Circuit uh, application of Bauer, because Vickers meant to shoot the dog, not the child, his actions should be covered under qualified immunity. Oh my God! Again, we're in a police state. The cops can do anything they want to anyone they want at will. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One, more, one more, one more paragraph, and then I'll, I'll stop. Uh, the qualified immunity doctrine centers on the idea of reasonableness. Would a reasonable police officer have known that he was violating a constitutional right? That is essentially the limitless test. The limitless. Well, um. Let's see. What is your definition of reasonable? Because I would say that if you're taking a job as a cop, you're probably not fucking reasonable to begin with. So, yeah, I'd say any reasonable person wouldn't shoot at a friendly dog in a home they don't belong in in the first place. Anyway, any reasonable person wouldn't shoot at that dog, even if it wasn't friendly with all those fucking kids around. A reasonable person wouldn't discharge their firearm with so many innocents around. Like, I mean, the, the the suspect had surrendered. He was on the ground. He was being handcuffed. He wasn't resisting. Why were the guns still out? Because they're cops. Yeah, that's the only reason, and that's the same reason that he's not being charged with anything. The same reason that he doesn't have to pay anything. Literally, that is what the court found: is because he's a cop. You can't do anything. Sorry. And Cops they're trained to view everything as a threat now. They're trained because, to view everything as a threat. Yeah, because he, he didn't know it was unconstitutional to shoot a fucking 10-year-old girl. Yeah. They're a bunch and of he, fucking trigger-happy little bitches now, essentially. And, and don't forget, this isn't the first time this has happened. There's video of that guy shooting at that dog, missing the dog, and hitting that little girl in the face. Uh-huh. And he also walked with nothing. Yep. Yeah. Cops can do anything they want to you at any time just because they want to and they will get away with it. If you think that there is the slightest chance that they won't, you're an idiot. They can do anything to you. They just have to claim that that wasn't their intent. I mean, in these cases. Well, not not even that. Not even that. Like we can we can go back. We can go all the way back to 1992 and talk about Lon Harashi. Lana Rashi yeah. got off in 1998 on a manslaughter charge when the federal government stepped in and, and cited the supremacy clause. It said because he was in the commission of doing his job, shooting unarmed Vicky Weaver in the face while she was holding her, holding her baby, uh, he's immune to prosecution. That's, yeah. that's what qualified immunity is. That's what set that up. Um, there's actually there was a case yeah, here in town. Who defended them? William Barr. Yeah. Yep. And that's here here in town. There was a case like this a few years ago. There was a, a bar fight in the 
the next town over. So there's, if you're heading north up along the Mississippi River, there's La Crosse where we're at, and then there's Onalaska, and then there's Holman is just a little bit further up. But it's like a 10-minute drive between Onalaska and Holman. Well, in Holman, there's a bar fight, and this Onalaska cop is called in because apparently it's a decently big bar fight. So in the middle of town, she decides to accelerate to 110 miles an hour with only her lights going, no siren, blows a red light, T-bones a car, and kills the 16-year-old kid. And while the police department fired her, and I quote, for her own safety, because uh, we ain't going to fuck around um, <laughs> with that, she walked with no charges and the family didn't get any money from her because she was in the process of responding to a call in a quote-unquote reasonable fashion, 110 miles an hour on surface streets with only her lights on. Yeah, yeah. we had a cop going that fast through town here once, just a couple years ago. And he was going so fast, even with his siren on, there wasn't enough time for drivers to get out mm -hmm. of the intersection. He hit somebody. His police cruiser got, like, ripped in two. And he got ejected and killed. And there's a little memorial on the side of the road for him. But... That'd be a nice place to stop and piss. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the driver of the other car survived. He didn't. So. Well, but, there's you know, some like, justice occasionally. Yeah. But, like, you know, the community Facebook page did, like, this memorial for him and shit. He was being fucking they, retarded. They just, they did one, they did uh, a memorial for the, uh, for the cop that uh, overdosed on fentanyl. Uh, yeah, that he was stealing from crime. Yeah, he was stealing it, fentanyl. It, it, yeah, it came out, it came out uh, yesterday that he actually stole that fentanyl from our huh. other case. Jeez. Yeah. And then he OD'd, I've and always, now there's a memorial. I've and always thought that the evidence. Purpose. That like the evidence room or evidence lockers, just like, you know, like it's the party store for cops and their families and I, shit like that. I can tell you some stories that I will do off the air. I will not put that on the air because, no, I'm sure statute of limitations is already up. It's been 20 years, but yeah. I've heard a lot of stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have I. And it, but that's the thing is the cops can get away <laughs> with anything. I mean, her when she did that. She was driving, she didn't even, the, the car that she hit wasn't even the first car through the intersection. There were two cars ahead of the car that got T-boned that she had to have seen and did not slow down. She just kept going, T-boned him, killed him. And then on top of that, she also demanded a pension because she suffered injuries that are going to permanently give her a limp in the accident. All of this so is she, literally her fucking fault. Yeah, and yeah. everything is her fault. And her argument was, well, I had to go that fast. Her argument was, well, I had to go that fast because it was a big bar fight. A bar fight that you didn't go to, and yet no one died. In fact, by the time the cops actually got there, it had dispersed on its own. Because it was a bunch of good old boys at a redneck bar getting in a fight, and at the end, they all went back inside and bought each other beers. Because that's how men handle their fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's, that's why we don't have an axe-throwing bar here in the Bay Area. We got one here. I actually know the guy who owns it. I, I, was, uh, I talked to him a little bit. He'd do an interview for us if we wanted to talk to him. Because remember a few years or like a year ago, we did that uh, thing about the axe-throwing bar oh. in New York? 
I got oh, a yeah, hold they, of them. They, who was they, like, they got, their, they got their liquor license by putting it in a pool table. Yeah, and uh, he's he's actually now it's both an axe throwing bar and an arcade bar. He's got an arcade on the other side, and then he's got axe throwing on the one side. But Sweet. Yeah, that sounds like he, a fun bar to go to. Talk. I know uh, it's freaking awesome. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. But yeah, like he's and they have like hot dogs and they like they serve food and stuff too. But right, like I talked to him about it at the time when we did that article, and he was like, "Yeah, I totally do an interview with you guys because you know, like somebody's got to set the record straight on." the safety and how it all works and how ridiculous it is, how heavily regulated it is. And I mean, and in Wisconsin, our bars are way less regulated than a lot of places. And it's still absurd. How Which is why are. Wisconsin's like the fucking beer capital of the U.S. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, we have the world's largest six pack. We actually have literal statues to the patron saint of beer. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's everybody drinks here. Yeah. Well, how else are you going to stay warm in the winter over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get through the winter somehow. That's... Yeah. So, yeah. all right, this, I got I got one more, one quick one. Uh, this was not on the this was not on the uh, link in the description. Um, but yeah, you guys know that um, uh, Beyond Meat company, right? Mm-hmm. They do the fake meat, do the, the, the the fake burgers or whatnot. Well, now they're crossing the line and they're coming after bacon. Fake Beyond Meat is coming after and they're going to make bacon. You can take your bacon and you can shove it right up your fucking ass. That's what I think of your stupid bacon. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Every time I've ever even tried any of the fake bacon stuff, your ass is right where it goes in about six seconds. Because (laughs) holy cow. I've never Ugh. tried fake bacon. Sorry. Close, I'm just, I can't closest, bring myself to do it. The closest I've come is turkey bacon, and that is not very good either. Yeah, that's yeah. on time. I was like turkey bacon, and it was just horrifying. I'm like, what is this? And then, of course, immediately my body's like, nope, this is lies. Get rid of it. <laughs> so it's at this point now, like, I take the, take the stance of Ron Swanson when he finds that turkey bacon display in the store, and he's like, May I have one, please? And immediately tosses it in the garbage. Another, please. Tosses it in the garbage. <laughs> Another, please. <laughs> he goes into the restaurant and he says, uh, uh, I'd, like, I'd like all your bacon. And he goes, wait, I know what you heard was a lot yeah, of bacon. This, yeah, give I me all the bacon all, and eggs. All your bacon and eggs. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I fear that what you've heard was, I would like a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was... Give me all You're the bacon. bacon and eggs you have. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's actually a, a bronze bust. Picture. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a bronze bust of of Ron Swanson that actually has "Give me all the bacon and eggs you have" on it that I want for my desk here in the worst way. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I love Ron Swanson. <laughs> my goal is to make this government institution as inefficient and awful as possible so that the people of this town finally get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. So, on that note, you guys got anything else? Nope. Buy my book. <sighs> Buy her book. Go watch Andrew's videos. Both. Yeah, watch my videos. I'm going to record one. In the description below. Yeah, I can't um, do live because I'm on a Facebook ban, so I have to record stuff and then upload it right now. And for the next 26 days, I think. And, like we can, 
and you could send someone it, and somebody else could upload it onto the Anarchy Monk Friends page. Just saying, that's yeah, that's entirely possible. <laughs> that's so. what I'm gonna have to do too. Yeah, and uh, uh, we've talked about it before. Um, uh, we use Google Hangouts uh, and do YouTube Live through Google Hangouts, but YouTube is ending its support for Google Hangouts. So I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work because we haven't done any tests on it. But next week, I guess, uh, we will be doing through OBS and we'll be doing either YouTube Live or we will be on the Anarchy Among Friends Facebook page live. I think that our 69th episode is a good one to be our first one on Facebook. <laughs> Um, yeah, 70th will be on on YouTube because we'll all be banned, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let say, well, we, it, the only way we can do it on Facebook Live is if we can stream it to it because from yeah, OBS, I, yeah. I figured that on OBS, yeah, okay, yeah, oh. you should be able to do it. I that's what I do for my live videos is OBS to Facebook Live. So, so the only, the only thing is, I won't be able to watch the comments, comments because I have to, I have to do a screen capture. So I mean, we could do it if we have this the comments on the screen, but I don't know. We'll yeah, figure, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So on that but note, be ready for a new format next week. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. And send us weird oh. sex laws. Yes, send us yes. weird sex laws. You have a week. That is six days and change. Sex, yeah. kissing, like relationship stuff. If it's super bizarre. Yeah. Send it like, to us. We'll sift yeah. through. We'll come up with a list. Like Alabama yeah. has a ban on dildo on a, on on a uh, on masturbation aids. Yeah, like we know <laughs> that. Send us something else. Yeah. So on that note, or just we'll, send us um, whatever you have, and we'll sift through them. <laughs> yeah, send we'll us everything you have. Yeah. Except your nudes. We don't want to see those. Wait, wait. I worry that what you heard was we want a lot of sex laws. What we said was send us all of the weird sex laws you have. Yes. Yes. Yep. Ditto what that guy said. We'll catch you yeah. next week. We'll catch you Peace. next week. Peace. Yep.